Chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the quick hitting sports betting podcast that is chock full of great sports information for your Tuesday. I am Jimmy Brown, your humble sports host, and I've had some great conversations with not only some old chasers, but some new chasers, and I'm digging up some information, and I'm going to be ready to share it all today for you. But for those of you that don't know, chasers are basically followers of the show or listeners of the show or people that follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game, and basically they're chasers because they're fans like me, and they're chasing down the latest sports information and sharing it, and we're basically just talking sports, and basically... Every time I get a good nugget from someone, I like to put it right here on the airwaves whenever I take to the airs because it's really all about sharing the love and sharing the information. And this show is only going to get better. This is our first full week of the Chasing Ball Game podcast, and it's going to improve not only from a content standpoint, but from a production value as well. So I appreciate you sticking around while we improve and only make the show better. Today I'm going to break down a play in college basketball for tonight. I'm going to look at one unit in the NFL that is vastly underrated heading into the NFL playoffs. And I'll tell you why Aaron Rodgers could be in trouble against the Falcons. And finally I'll give you my pick for NFL MVP. And before I wrap things up, I will end with the most popular chasing ball game segment, betting the buckets, the NBA uh, sports betting segment that is just too good to miss. So chasing ball game, it's blazing quick with more than one pick. So let's get this thing started. And as I mentioned, I'm going to go with college basketball. Look, it's all about easing into it. Unless you're a college basketball fan, unless you've been following it, it's a very a different type of season this time of year, and a lot of people who bet on football now find themselves with not much to do, and they'll be turning to college basketball, getting ready for the conference tournaments, getting ready for March Madness. You should be doing the same thing as well, but take it small. Take it easy. Don't rush into anything. Watch a few games before you bet on them. Get some information or, or just listen to me, and I'll share whatever my chasers throw my way, and I'll also help out. And tonight I'm looking at a game in the ACC NC State, uh, Wolfpack will be hosting the Pitt Panthers. The Panthers come limping into this game off three consecutive losses, with the last one being the, the worst one maybe even of the year, a blow against Miami. Pitt, just like NC State, they're just 1-4 and four in the ACC, so this is a very big game for both these teams. NC State also off a loss in which they only had two players scoring double figures. But that's rare for this team. They're, first of all, they're 0-3 in the games where they do only have two people scoring double figures. But for the season, the Wolfpack has five players averaging in double figures and has had at least four players reach double figures in nine of its 18 games this season. So that's a pretty big deal. Plus, the Pack has out-rebounded its opponents in seven of its last 11 games, and NC State has held six of its last 10 opponents to less than 1.00 point per possession. So... They're playing much better basketball. The Panthers have been a train wreck, especially at the betting window. 6-14-2 against the spread in their last 22 games overall. And the Wolfpack, 5-1 against the spread in the last six home games. They're a much better team, especially at home. The Wolfpack, latest line I'm seeing, they're only dropping three. Drop the points, take the Wolfpack. But remember, keep it small. It's still kind of early college basketball for those of you that just jumping back on. If you've been following it the whole season and you like it, we'll have at it. 
as far as I'm concerned, just take it small. We will be ready for March Madness, believe you me. But let's move on to the NFL. That's all anybody can talk about. Can you blame them? Two great games over the weekend. Four great games, I should say, but two really, really good games. And two big games coming up this weekend with the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. And I wanted to talk about really what I believe is one of the most underrated units left in the playoffs, and it has to be the Steelers' offensive line. Behind the Steel Curtain, Steelers, you can find him on Twitter, at BT Steel Curtain, is always touting how good they are. And I was reading a few things he put out, and you know what? I could not agree more. I started digging into it. They are just doing great things. First of all, let's talk about Le'Veon Bell. At Steelers Depot posted 337 rushing yards in two games, the best start to a postseason career in NFL history. And everybody's talking about how great Le'Veon Bell runs. And if you watch him, I mean, he looks he, he looks so comfortable back there. He takes his time, he finds his holes, and then he hits them hard. But they're not really crediting their offensive line. And the offensive line doesn't only open up holes for him to run in, but they pass protect well. And 32 passing snaps in the game against the Chiefs, the offensive line com- combined to allow only two pressures all day long. Left guard Ramon Foster, left tackle Alejandro Villanueva, and right tackle Marcus Gilbert didn't allow a single pressure. To me, one of the most impressive offensive line performances of the season because, of course, Le'Veon Bell, I told you, but he got 81 yards before contact. Think about that. 81 yards before he was even touched. To me, the Patriots are going to have their hands full this weekend. That offensive line is incredible. And trenches can make all the difference in the football game, although a lot of people, when looking at football games, they don't even take that into consideration. You definitely should this week with both of these games, but especially with that Steelers unit, that is very, very impressive. Now I want to tell you why Aaron Rodgers could be in a bit of trouble this week. I'm not going to take anything away from him. Incredible. Eight wins in a row, 7-1 against the spread in those eight wins. But Ryan Wood posted on Twitter. By the way, you can follow him at by Ryan Wood. That's by Ryan Wood. Since Aaron Rodgers came out and said "run the table," that the Packers are going to run the table, he's thrown 21 touchdowns and one interception in those eight games. That's a 42 touchdown, two interception, and a 16 game season pace. That is incredible, no doubt about it. And again, I want to give him his props. But the Falcons have a head coach in Dan Quinn. He knows how to handle Rodgers. Packers Aaron Rodgers, 0-3 all-time versus Dan Quinn defenses as a Seahawks defensive coordinator or Falcons head coach. Six TDs, three interceptions, sacked seven times, 64% completion. Again, like I talked about the offensive line with uh, when people handicap or look at football games, coaching's the same way. A lot of people just take it for granted. They say Belichick's the best, move on. They say Tomlin's good, who cares? And this is the kind of thing that has to be taken into consideration when you're picking winners for football games. Now, I, I mentioned last show that I was going to give my Super Bowl pick for this one. I'll be honest with you, I'm not ready, but I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I have my thoughts and pick on the NFL MVP race. Sometimes the sports books kind of help you out, at least in my opinion. I was looking at the odds for MVP. Packers Aaron Rodgers, you can get him at plus 400. That's 4 to 1. Patriots Tom Brady 10 to 1. And then Matt Ryan's at minus 1200. Minus 1200. According to those odds, Matt Ryan is the runaway winner for the award and I couldn't agree more. My pick for NFL MVP 
is definitely Matt Ryan. No offense, uh, Tom Brady's having a fantastic year, but do you really think the NFL is going to find a way to give him some hardware after that whole suspension and him missing four games? It's not going to happen. Aaron Rodgers, no doubt about it. He's put out that we're going to run the table, and he's done everything since. But Matt Ryan has made the Falcons relevant again. Not only that, but he's winning in the postseason, something he really couldn't do. To me, no question about it, hands down, your winner for MVP of this NFL season is the Atlanta Falcons' Matt Ryan. Now on to the NBA. It's time for betting the buckets. Again, as I mentioned, one of the most popular segments. I have a lot of members of the Buckets Brigade who just love NBA, betting on NBA, and I talk to them all the time, and I'm so glad to have you back for betting the buckets in this segment is brought to you by top rated online sportsbook mybookie.ag do you think you know who will win the big games then bet on them bet on them and make some cash at mybookie.ag you win and you get paid so sign up right now at mybookie.ag and use the promo code chaser c-h-a-s-e-r and you will get an exclusive 100 percent bonus and up to three thousand dollars to bet on sports sign up today now, for betting the buckets, we're going to hop right into beyond the box score. Basically, you go back, you look at a game, and you pick out a few things that will help you in the future to pick winners. And to me, I'm going to look at the Knicks and the Hawks. The Knicks lost to the Hawks by one point on Martin Luther King Day. And although they lost, they did cover the closing number of plus three, a pick you would have seen if you follow me on Twitter, at Chasing Ballgame. But there are a few more, I'll call them important facets, I want to talk about in this game. First of all, the early games, you're going to have to watch the lineups. The Hawks rested Dwight Howard while the Knicks were without uh, Christoph Porzingis again because of a sore left Achilles tendon. No surprise with Porzingis. Howard, that's no big deal, too. They're resting, too. But my point is you have to watch the lineups in games. When you're betting on the NBA, often you want to get an early number to take value of that number. But then you have to keep an eye because if the lineups change, it could cost you. Speaking of changes, the Knicks also changed their lineup. They gave undrafted rookie Ron Baker his first career start, and they moved Courtney Lee to the bench. Lee chipped in with seven off the bench, and four of the five starting five scored in double figures for the Knicks. To me, this could be something to watch. I think this is a change they want to keep with. Although they lost to the Hawks, they played impressively. They put up some good points. However, the problem you're going to get with the Knicks, and it seemed to happen every year with this team, is distractions. Right now, it's probably at its worst. Phil Jackson, Carmelo, Anthony going back and forth in the media, uh, talking about whether he should move on, waive his no-trade clause. Just a lot of stuff, a lot of outside noise for a team that doesn't really need it at this time of the season. I mean, you don't need it any time of the season, but for the Knicks, it just seems to hang around. It seems to be there all the time. Calendar crunch, to me, this is an incredible segment of the show and, and it's simple all i'm doing is looking at the calendar and looking for teams that are very good or very bad spots because you want to know if you can play on or against a team in certain situation uh the chicago bulls head coach uh, fred hoiberg he told everybody the bulls will no longer be going on their annual circus road trip look basically bring in brothers and barnum and bailey they're closing down they're closing down and, and that means that there's going to be a change to the 82-game uh, NBA schedule next year. And, and they've been talking about a change for the schedule for a long time in the NBA because it's very grueling. That's why I have this segment to point these things out. However, uh, that that's almost tough. When you bet on basketball, especially the NBA, that's almost something you don't want to see because this 
uh, scheduling can give you some good angles. For example, the Knicks, 6-15 and 15 away from home, and after Monday, uh, they will play six of their next nine on the road. Again, I posted that on Twitter. It shows that it may not always be a crunch that consists of a lot of games and a certain number of nights, but it could be a team just not in a good scenario like the Knicks are with road games. So keep an eye on fading the Knicks in a certain spot on the road. One more crunch, the Kings. They have tonight off. But then they're going to play three games of four nights. They start an incredible seven-game road trip. They will be in two tough spots that I want to point out. They will be at Chicago uh, when they will be playing three games of four nights. And then they will be at the Hornets when they're playing four games and six nights. And considering it being, we'll call it an East Coast trip because they have a few games that are out a little bit. But for the most part, seven-game road trip is tough on any team in the NBA. And it is most definitely going to be tough on the king so keep an eye on for that now into the picks look i get this question all the time why do i take bad teams or underdogs on the regular well truth be told good teams don't always win last season through 40 games the warriors were first in the nba when it comes to against the spread they were 23 15 and 1 this season they pretty much have the same straight up record through 40 games but they're 30th against the spread 16 23 and 1. Just because they're a good team, it doesn't mean they are always going to cover the number. You have to look for the line value. Speaking of line value, I think I get it with my pick today. I'm going with a late game. Give me the LA Lakers to beat the Denver Nuggets. You can get this line around a pick. I haven't seen the Lakers minus one. It doesn't matter. I mentioned yesterday Nugget Nuggets were well rested for the game against the, the Magic. It showed they put up 69 points in the first half, shot over 60%. I have a theory. It's called what goes up must come down. Teams in NBA, you just can't shoot like that two games in a row, even in the first half. So I expect a slow start by the Nuggets. Plus, they're in a back-to-back set. That's never good for them. They're 0-5 against the spread in the last five games, playing with no rest. The Lakers will have the rest. More importantly for me, Lakers have had problems wrapping up games. They play well, and then they choke it away in the fourth quarter. It showed in the last game against the Pistons. So lately, everything I read from the Lakers is that they're going to put an emphasis on closing out games. They do it tonight. They get the W against the Nuggets, who, oh, by the way, are also 1-6 against the spread in the last seven against the Western Conference and 1-4 against the spread in their last five road games. Take the Lakers as my pick for tonight. That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for stopping by and spending your most valuable time with me. I appreciate it. If you want to be featured right here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast and become a chaser, just reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game. Just like the latest legion of followers that include Benjamin, Mark Crone, and Mark Emar who joined the chase, I appreciate it. It's all about you, the sports betting fans, and together we're going to build an incredible community. Share your thoughts, information, or picks or concerns or whatever it is, and I'll air it right here, so make sure you join the chase. Stop by tomorrow for my Wednesday episode. I'm going to have more basketball information and picks in college basketball and, of course, betting the buckets in the NBA, and I will be giving out some top betting trends on the AFC and NFC champion games that you do not want to miss before betting on these big games. Until then, good luck at the sports books and win big while you keep on chasing.